0: Hello, I'm Mark Tweddle. Welcome to another episode of You Tell Your Stories, where we share with you stories from our storytelling classes. You can learn more about our classes, both online and in Burbank, California, by visiting youtellewers.com or watch our Facebook Live sessions every Friday on the U you Tell Yours Facebook page. This week's story from Tim Scott, like all good stories, engages us with a different perspective. Tim describes an event that is both personally dramatic and yet, somehow at the same time, bizarrely ordinary. Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm a parking lot sweeper. If you don't know what those
1: are, we drive around little Toyota trucks, have a little vacuum on the back, little Super Hoovers. We're the ones doing circles in uh, the parking lots. I think I should be pissed at my guidance counselor. Said, so you're gonna do circles your whole life you don't go to school,
0: <laughs> turned out to be a career.
1: Um, <laughs>
0: it was uh,
1: 1978, I uh, was basically homeless, um, and a friend of mine um, called Craiger, he came up and uh, he goes, what's going on? I said, oh, bro, man, I'm tired of sleeping in the wash, so i got to find me a place to stay. He goes, uh, oh, don't worry, brother. I got it. Goes up to this guy I don't even know. Guy named Mike. Says, hey, uh, my friend Timo needs a place to stay. Guy goes, sure. No problem. Sleep on my couch. i really? Awesome. So excited I had a place to stay. Yeah, yeah, you know. And, um, <laughs> you know, I just didn't stay there. I did his... I would do his laundry, I'd do his dishes, mow his lawn, babysit his son. And he had a parking lot sweeper business. And if he wanted some type, some time off, I would sweep his, I'd go and do his route for him. You know? And I we did this for quite a while. And in fact, he even moved. And I moved with him because I was <laughs> I was pretty fond of that couch. Um,
0: so,
1: so we, uh, he goes, you know, I mean, everybody gets tired of seeing me once in a while. And he goes, you know, my brother's looking for somebody who also had a sweeper business. He's looking for somebody steady. He goes, are you interested? I'm, yes, I, I am. I'm not afraid, afraid of work. I, I, I'm always busy. And uh, so after the, the training, my first day by myself, I'm sweeping a parking lot over in San Fernando, a um, little car wash, and part of uh, sweeping, you get out and you blow everything from the perimeter into the middle, then you get to do donuts and pick it all up. So as I'm blowing everything out into the middle, you've got to keep your head on a swivel. And not that San Fernando's that bad, but you've still got to keep it out on a swivel. And I see this guy moving around across the street. Now, normally you think, ah, no big deal. But you know what, you ever get that gut feeling where you're like, there's something wrong there. There's something, I gotta keep an eye on that guy. And uh, so I I get done, I'm getting ready to get into my truck and I see this guy run across the street to this homeless guy. We used to call him Dirty Ernie. (laughs) Remember Dirty Ernie's? Hmm. I mean, it was amazing. And this kid walks up to him and he pulls out a gun and he sticks it in this old man's face and says, Give me your money. The old man looked right at him and said, Fuck you. Kid goes, Give me your money or I'll blow your fucking head off. The old man goes, Fuck you, you ain't got no balls. And he turned around, and he took one step, and the kid went, bang! I'm like, bang! I get in, my, get in my sweeper, I drive over the planter, over the sidewalk, into the street, and in San Fernando, there was, you drive to a 7-Eleven, because that's where all the cops hang out. So I'm 40 miles an hour, I'm just kaboom, kaboom, through the... I get up there, and I'm like, some Looney tune, just shot this old man, San Fernando and, and, uh, McC- on Hubbard Street sanford and truman and i'm like it's all crazy there and they're like stay right here i want to get a get a statement i said i'm going with you so i followed them, and i pulled into the car wash and i'm like just you know just wow you know i mean that's first time you know see that and uh so the cops are all around it and they catch the guy i'm like yeah they go, is this the guy? Go, yeah, that guy right there, the Pendleton. The guy wearing a Pendleton. That's him. Cop goes, um, that's great. Oh, where's the gun? You don't have the gun? I go, oh, he's right by this, the ice machine. He was by the ice machine. I bet, it, I bet he stashed it by the ice machine. They look around, they find this gun. The cop walks back. and goes, wow, this is the most rusted piece of junk. He goes, I'm surprised it even fired at all. It did, I, it did, I, I heard it. And then the, he goes, okay, um, where's the body? I go, what? I should be right. Why in the hell. I look down and here's this guy, Dirty Ernie, all fours, just going home. I wasn't even heading towards the hospital, he's just going on down his way. <coughs> I go, there he is. So cops run over, get him, get him checked out. Ambulance shows up and the cop comes back to me and he goes, uh, well, apparently when the kid shot him, it hit him in the back of the neck and didn't hit anything vital and came out top of his jaw. But I mean, it was like, it was like a one in a million shot. And then, you know, and this guy, the guy lives. Okay, so let's put this guy in jail, right? This guy needs to be off the street. Whew. And uh, so uh, they, they go to court, you know, and um, I work all night. And I, you know, you get, I get to court at eight o'clock. Of course, you know, they're in no hurry because I didn't have to be there till one. Actually, 2.30, almost 3, by the time they got to this case. In the meantime, I'm doing
0: this.
1: (laughs) (coughs) Yeah. So uh, the DA comes up to me in his three-piece suit. He says, uh, Mr. Scott, um, we might not not need your testimony. I go, what? He goes, yeah, this guy... uh, this guy's gonna probably walk. And I'm like, huh? He goes, Mr. Alvarez, he's not even here. Not gonna, he doesn't, didn't even show up. I'm like, we gotta put this guy in jail. He goes, are you willing to be a witness for the state? I go, that's why I'm here. He goes, uh, as a witness for the state of California, you can get, you. we pay you for that. I'm like, really?
0: <laughs>
1: cool, how much? He goes, Five dollars.
0: <laughs>
1: five dollars. I've been up, I stayed up all day doing the weeble wobble, can't fall down, head move, and I you know, five dollars, I'll I'll take it. <laughs> and we you know, we go up there and get up on the stand and I point that guy out. That's the one right there. And they said, Okay, guilty. And you know what they got? He got six months at a, at a fire camp, basically a youth camp. Six months for shooting a guy at random. I mean, the, the guy didn't do nothing. So I go, you know what, our, our system sucks. It really does, doesn't it? You know what, when I take on a job, I leave the place clean, you know? And that's my story. <laughs>
0: <laughs> hope you enjoyed Tim's story our storytelling techniques are a practical way to help get yourself heard head over to utelyears.com for details of our classes and events both in Burbank and online you can listen to this as a podcast at podcast.utelyears.com or find it on iTunes or Google Play Music and don't forget to subscribe either to the YouTube channel or the podcast or both if you fancy it you can email me at mark at if you have any questions or requests. Thank you for listening or watching.